We are back on the Chosen Life podcast with Jonathan A. Hakoen. I know it's weird. You always hear the Chosen Lawyer, but I do have an upcoming book, so they want me using my name, so I'm going to embrace my name. Jonathan is here, and I have a very special guest with us. He's going to be coming over for several weeks, actually, because there's so much demand for the man. They're saying it's been a year now. We love what he had to say. He's in so many walks of life. Where is Bruce Calero? Well, we got Bruce back. And he is here on The Chosen Life. Bruce, welcome. Great to be here. You're looking great. You're Thank looking you. fabulous, man. It's been a year and you're looking younger. You're looking more jacked than ever. <laughs> Thank you. I got to say, man, you are selling the lifestyle, so to speak. You're not selling it. You are living it. Like I see Bruce Calero. I want to be Bruce. Bruce, how's gym life? You still active, obviously? Yeah, I still train two to three times a day, six or seven days a week. Yep. But to your point about, you know, I think you need to walk the talk. So if you're, if you're trying to empower people, if you're trying to motivate people, give them, you know, maps on how to improve their life, you, you need to be living that life. I mean, I'm sick of people being influencers or life coaches and their life is a shambles. Like, you know, what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, I, I walk around, you know, I, I, I remember when I first saw the shirt, my, uh, my trainer, Jared, remember, uh, who's now professional wrestler, Mason Rush. Mm. And so he's got into the world of professional wrestling. I'm managing him. So it's funny where, where lives go. Jared actually produced the shirts for me originally. And I thought, wow, it's so douchey of me walking <laughs> around with myself flexing. And then I put it on. I said, you know what? I like this. And I start wearing it and I'm telling people, you know what? It's not about me flexing. It keeps me accountable because if I'm going to look like this, I better look like this or else I'm a fraud. Mm -hmm. So it makes me work harder in the gym. It makes me eat better. But I also want to inspire others to find their flex, to find themselves. And, you know, Bruce, stop me if you've heard it before, but I've had people come to me and said, oh, I'm not like you because I'm not a natural. You were obviously gifted. You always looked like that. You gotta. You don't have to work hard. I do. It's. I'm too old now. It's too late. And I'm saying, nah, not the Those case Those are all excuses. All. Let's just say that perhaps you are genetically gifted. Um, okay, that's the way the, the cards were played. Work harder. It doesn't matter. There are people in life who have gifts there are people in life that have trials, and at the end of the day, nobody cares. If you want something in life, it doesn't matter what cards are stacked against you, just go and do it. Well, I mean, you bumped in the hallway in, the la in one of our last tapings, and you saw good friends of yours, right? Yep, the Ball yep. and Realtors, yep. Hove and Seb, right? And they came on for a few weeks and talked with us as well. And one of the things was, you know, I said, we're not going to be afraid about this. We're going to talk about it, about man episodes. You know, we are men, and there's nothing wrong embracing masculinity <sighs> nope. as far as how we look, how we dress, how we feel, how we act. The mentality. I got to ask you, Bruce, I mean, in this day and age, you know, it's one of those forbidden taboo topics, but it feels like... You we're not allowed to talk about these things. We're not allowed to be masculine. We're not allowed to be strong. It's like being weak, being soft. It's, it's being celebrated. We are celebrating victims. We are celebrating weakness. I don't understand it. You know, um, being strong, being masculine does not mean to bully or demean, right? That's where I think the confusion is coming in. Uh, being strong, protecting others. I, I fail to see how that is a problem. It should be a strength, certainly. And you're born with certain gifts. You 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 work hard to acquire those gifts. Why not celebrate it? Exactly. Sure. And I got to say, as far as in the lifestyle that I see you live and you project, 
you know, I, 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 I can tell you, I, I first met you through uh, Grant's uh, gym, mm-hmm. through boxing. We had a common uh, boxing coach. Yep. And... It was Todd, right? It was Todd, correct. Todd Stout. And, uh, you know, I'm finishing up a session. You're going to start a session. And for a lot of us, you know, even before I had met you, knew who you were, you know, after my workout, after a good session, I like to grab, you know, either my almond milk or a cold glass of water in my jug, grab some protein, grab some... uh, grab some diesel and refuel myself, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things is that that's not a bad thing. That's a great thing. You know, you're, you're taking care of your body. You're feeling good. And in the things that you're doing in life professionally, you're helping people with that. Well, I mean, that's always sort of tripped me out when people come to me and say they look to me for advice or, you know, G was actually telling me some time ago that people look up to me as a mentor. And I, and I never got that because, you know, I like in my mind, I'm like, you know, I'm nerd right like you know i i'm gonna go home and watch star wars or something so for people to come to me and expect me to give them advice that they will use in order to better their life is a huge responsibility and it's something i take very very seriously so again i do not see the problem with people deciding what they want in their life and going and doing it doing whatever is necessary to achieve their goals if that is toxic masculinity I, I, I don't get it. And I, I would argue that point, that, that toxic mac- masculinity sort of label was just thrown, about, thrown around by these ultra-feminists. And, and I also would say it, it's kind of a diversion, you know? It's like the Trojan horse. It's like building the wall. You throw these terms out because people get very focused where they're not paying attention to the real issues, you know? Right. We get so focused on something that, you know, we're debating semantics here, but what is it really achieving besides hurting people, putting people down, trying to say, I'm better than you or you shouldn't be like this? Let's focus on what's really important in life. And, I agree. And that's where I say, let's pull back whether you consider toxic, not toxic masculinity. It's about taking care of ourselves. It's being the best we can be. And that's where, you know, perfect sports to me fits in. You have the name Bruce Calero. I hear perfect sports. To me, those names are synonymous. Thank you. I got to say, one of your, you have a lot of athletes under the roster. We do. I got to say kudos and clapping for Mr. Ergus in the Dude, MMA I'm world. Dude, I'm training with him now. He, he's my um, he's my wrestling rhino. coach. Yeah, he's my wrestling coach yes. and jits coach three days a week. Good guy. I, he's going to go far. I met Ergus and I remember meeting him and I thought that he was probably about 31, 32. He was in his early 20s. Yep. And, I, and I, I was telling him, this is nothing against you, man. You look very mature for your age. Yep. You act very, very mature. But man, Ergus has been putting the time in the gym. Because you see, he had the baby fat when he was like in his early, early 20s. And yeah. now he's getting more and more chiseled. He's fighting competitively. Mm-hmm. And he was always an animal. He was always... He's smart. Very- you know, like the, the problem in the fight world, even in the modeling world, is everybody focuses on the today, right? I'm, gonna, I'm a fighter. I'm a model. But what happens should you not be able to fight? What happens if you're not able to model? You need to have, you know, alternate revenue streams of... Um, for cash, you, you need to have other ideas of what you're going to do when this is over. And Ergus, to his credit, for being such a young kid, man, he uh, he gets that. How do you go? I'm going to ask you a difficult question, but how do you go about picking a perfect sports athlete? Do you simply say they're going to look good on the cover, no. or they have a really high social media, so that they're going to be a great promoter? Like, what what does it take for a person to be a perfect sports athlete? I presume it's you coming to them; they're not coming to you. No, we get inundated daily with people coming to us. Um, I was going to send you my membership, no, <laughs> but in all seriousness, like it, 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 there must be a huge pool, especially in our marketplace. How do you end up picking those candidates? Well, that, that's a good question. Uh, their social media following does count for something 
to a certain degree. But most importantly, they not they they need to share the vision that of be great, right? Everybody within them has the capability of excelling at their life. Everybody has the capability of, of being great, which is why I picked that tagline. And it, to me, that's very inspiring. No matter where you are in your life, you can always be better spiritually, financially, physically, romantically, everything. You, you, that, that is a gift. You have the ultimate power to change your life just, just like that. So they need to share that vision. I'm not interested in paper tigers. I'm not interested in uh, false bravado. They need to believe in the supplements, but more importantly, or equally as importantly, they need to believe the message. I'm not going to say specifically this person, but if Logan Paul or a Logan Paul type person calls you up and says, I'd like to have a meeting, do you have that, take that meeting? Uh, I Listen, to everybody bashing them, I will give him credit yeah. for their work ethic right? He's a brilliant marketer. He, he's brought eyes to uh, a sport that typically wouldn't have been there. Where I take a certain amount of disdain is that, you know, I bust my ass to train and they're making sort of a mockery of the sport, the honor of the sport. But I give him full credits for the way he markets himself. I mean, um, the fight with Nate Diaz, for example, Nate made more money in that single fight than he did in his entire UFC career. So then it comes down to what is more important, the money or the honor, right? Honor doesn't pay your rent. And this is where I tell people, and we're not going to get into a whole bashing session on this part, because we know there are other products out there, mm. not related at all to what you're doing, you know, but you'll see a Logan Paul and you'll see a Prime, for example, yep. and like, oh, Prime, fantastic. Yep. You know, he says, does it, it must be good. To me, I'm going to put it because I can say it. I think it's sugar water at best. And it's not a great formula. But to that point, yeah. uh, we are actually just about to release our hydration drink. Halla freaking Luya. Because yes. I can tell you, Bruce, uh, if you do a lot of yoga, if you do a lot of training, mm -hmm. if you do boxing, I could say from the boxing world end of it, you need good hydration. And there isn't very much out there. And mm -hmm. if it is, it tastes like utter garbage. Well, it's and, sugar water mainly, yeah. right? So yeah. no, with Hydro Splash, it's a dual hydration system. It not only uh, rehydrates you, but it protects your cells from, from heat. And I had no idea on this because the one I wanted to talk about, because I know the pro the product line, I've always waiting for the next one, the next one. When, it, when we had you on a year ago, I said to you, my favorite thing in the world from a health standpoint, I love my protein bars mm -hmm. and I can't find a good protein bar out there. Here we are sitting today mm -hmm. in the year 2023 and it's happened. Yeah, the protein bar is bar out. Fantastic. How has the reception been on them so far? Incredible. Like, you know... We, we're just about to release another product. And by the time this airs, it'll be out. It's called Sweat Effect. And I thought that was going to be received much better than the diesel bar. And it's yet to be seen because this the Sweat Effect product is revolutionary. In the, in the realm of fat loss products, it's the same old Sayom. This is, has never been done before. But going back to the diesel bars, dude, I couldn't believe the reception. Half a million bars in the first day of release. First day of release. First day of release. We couldn't believe it. We're already on our fourth run. And a lot of the issues, I went I went go looking for them. Either stores are sold out mm -hmm. or they're not carrying them yet. And they're like, people keep asking, people keep asking. 
There's a reason why, because most of the protein bars out there, I'm sorry, are candy bars at best. Uh, 100, for sure. Yeah, you might as well just go down to the convenience store and go, go have a coffee crisp or a Kit Kat at this point, yep, as far as I'm enough. concerned. True. Because you can, put, you can put the protein in there. And this is where, Bruce, I think also a lot of people get really stuck on this. And you've taught me about this, actually. Not all protein is created equally. You only look at the protein content. Mm. Uh, the quality of that protein. That's the most important thing. Yeah, but mm. most neglected, right? Well, again, as you said, people just look at the protein content. They don't look where the protein is coming from. Quite often it's from soy or from milk. The diesel bar is the first bar in North America to have, to have New Zealand whey. So that just that alone separates it from every other bar on the market. Um, we have certain flavors that are peanut free. Um, it, it's a great bar. It tastes great. Uh, we're very, very proud of it. But again, it comes down to we don't want... You know, I, what I think is wrong with this industry is everybody now is just a me too product, right? Whereas we are trying our best to do things like next level, above and beyond what's being out there. So you're going to launch a protein bar. Is this Bruce Calero sitting in his kitchen, getting ingredients flown in and you're sitting and putting it together? No. How, do, how does it come together? Like from the, from the, idea, from the concept idea of a bar, mm -hmm. hypothetically, to it being in a store, how many hands did this touch? Like how, what's the process? Many, many hands, right? Like... I have to give credit to the, the team at Perfect Sports. I have an incredible team that I work with. And, you know, from formulation to package design to marketing to uh, it, and the diesel bar was, you know, just riddled with problems. There was always something that was coming up. And then Shoppers Drug Mart was like, we want this product right away. We're going to delay our reset for you to to put your bars in. So we then we, we were hustling our ass to get it in. And then there was problems. And but at the end of the day, like I say, man, if you want something to happen, I don't care for excuses. Just make it happen. And like doctors, nutritionists, like there are professionals involved as far as all these formulations, mm -hmm. right? Like it doesn't, yep. and not just the marketing people, not just the packaging people. Like I couldn't even imagine how many people get involved in every step of this thing until it sure. happens. Yeah, yeah. But for people to understand, like it, it's born as a concept. You finally see it in the stores, you're holding your hands. It's a process to get there. But it's and, also and, exciting to see it come from here to actually hold it in your hand. Like that's a trip, you know, talking about... You know, we have products that we have developed deep into next year. You know, we have a greens formula. We have like there, there's even things I don't want to talk about because the competitors generally follow my shit and then they copy yep. us. So of course they do. Um, we have some really, really innovative products coming out. No one can touch us in Canada. We're number one. Where I really commend you among so many other things is you're true to your values. You've told you told me, and we talked about it off air. If, if it's not going to be to the quality and with specifications of what I'm going to need, I'm not launching it. Mm. Let's be frank. A year, two years ago, you could have put an inferior product out there and you could have sold millions and millions of them sure. like everybody else. Yep. You chose to not make that money because it's not to your standards. Right, because I have a responsibility to the end consumer. It's not to you as a store owner. It's to this guy here who's trusting me that I'm not going to screw him over, right? Like that is a huge responsibility. He's giving his money to you and it coming to me believing what I'm telling them. And I just, I can't screw people over like that. I don't know. And unfortunately in this industry that happens quite often, but I, I can't do it. I got to ask you, as we finish off today's episode and we're talking about perfect sports a lot today and as far as exciting launch of the bars and other products and more to come, hydration, mm -hmm. um, how do you figure as far as which countries to launch into and which stores to work with? Like there must be so much that goes into that. Well, we're in 23 countries now. And as we, as we talked about, I've expanded into a new building, which will enable me to expand my manufacturing, which will enable me to do one container <laughs> per second. 
So with that, uh, 24, we are going balls deep into expanding into the States. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, and we know, for example, reaching the California market, the California market on its own is about the size of Canada. It's incredible. Texas is the size of Canada, right? So what we did in Canada, how we took over Canada, we're going to do that everywhere else, every other country, global. I want to be global with this. Well, I mean, our demographic, as far as I've been told from our channel, is that uh, men aged 25 to 45, all based in the United States, get ready because Purpose we're coming for coming. you. It's coming. Bruce Calero, always a pleasure. Thank you, brother. I'd like to have you back next week. Yep. And let's talk some more about what's happening because Bruce has a book coming out. Nice. Stay tuned on The Chosen Life.